Take a break from your busy schedule and join Harold Sala for Guidelines for Living. In spite of the fact that he lived with an unhappy marriage himself, the English author Charles Dickens understood the importance of communication. He once wrote, Never close your lips to him to whom you have opened your heart. Dickens realized that communication is the key to real love. But is that the only reason to learn communication skills? Not at all. First, verbal communication skills are absolutely necessary if you are to succeed in your career or business. No individual can really rise to the top who cannot express himself or herself, who can't let others know what he thinks or feels. Now, facts are important, but expressing feelings is vital if your ideas are to inflame the minds of other people. That's why corporations spend large sums of money annually training their leaders to communicate. The second reason you need to know how to communicate verbally is to share your faith. Jesus never told his disciples to build churches. Though Christians have established more hospitals and schools than all the rest of the world put together, Jesus never really included this specific mission in his challenge to those who followed him. But he did say this, Go make disciples. He said, You will be my witnesses. A witness is one who says, This is what I saw. And that requires verbal expression. I'm amazed at times how some individuals can express themselves about almost anything except their faith in God. And when it comes to verbalizing their faith, they get laryngitis in 24 languages. Think about it. The third reason you need to know how to communicate is selfish but fundamental. If your needs are to be met in marriage, you can't expect your mate to read your mind. You've got to learn to express yourself. Too often, people fall into the trap of thinking, if you really loved me, you would know what I need. It just doesn't work. Have you ever seen the message or slogan on a t-shirt which reads, to know me is to love me? The fact is, that is not true. There are times that you get to know somebody and you don't even like that person, let alone love that person. But I will tell you one thing for certain. You will never, ever really love someone unless you first get to know that person. And you will never get to know that person unless you can communicate effectively with the same person. That's why communication comes before love. And like the bellows that keep a fire alive, communication keeps love alive in your marriage. How do we communicate? Do we just let fly with whatever comes to our mind? Effective communication is the mutual expression of ideas, thoughts, attitude, information, and feeling. The key word is mutual. That means you initiate the process and the other person responds. It's something like tennis. The individual who begins the process has the responsibility of putting the ball, verbally speaking, in the service court of the opponent. Now, in tennis, the person serving can smash the ball with a wicked serve which goes far astray. But the person on the other side of the net isn't obligated to attempt to return the ball. Only those balls served within the boundaries of the service court get attention. Likewise, friend, how you initiate the whole process of communication has a great deal to do with its success or failure. 
Some marriages succeed without much communication. But how much healthier and exciting would be those relationships when we learn to express what we think and feel? You've just heard Guidelines for Living. Visit givetoguidelines.org and become a partner in sharing hope and encouragement in Christ with others around the world. That's givetoguidelines.org. Thanks for listening and join us again for Guidelines for Living.